Welcome to the God Story Radio Broadcast with Chaplain Lynn. Thank you, Brother Ron. This is Chaplain Lynn. God's Story is a ministry outreach about our great, caring God being seen in and throughout His people's lives. Many say, Does God care about me? Does He see what I'm going through? Does He know me personally? God's Story tells of His great love for people like you and me. The greatest demonstration of His love is His precious Son, Jesus Christ, dying on the cross of Calvary for our sins. The veil between God and mankind has been torn open. Be encouraged as you listen to today's testimony or sermon from a changed life now filled with a passionate love for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah! Welcome once again to God's Story radio broadcast. In our studio today we have Mary Carroll. Mary Carroll was my children's Sunday school teacher many years ago at Christ Community Church, led by Pastor Herb Hoover. Pastor Herb has since gone to be with Jesus. Mary Carroll and I enjoyed the 6 o'clock prayer meeting in the morning together for many years. I've always been impressed how much Mary Carroll loves Jesus. Mary Carroll, please tell us about how you have come to have such a deep depth in the Lord. Well, as a child, I always knew about Jesus. I can't remember when I didn't. I was told about him in Sunday school, my parents at home. Every day we had um, devotions around uh, supper time. I learned uh, years later, as my younger brother looked back at those times, he said, hmm, it may have been a good idea to have devotions, but a lot of times the food was cold. Oh, what a blessing. (laughs) A good foundation, Mary Carol. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then, but the the deeper part came in later years through losses of family members, my husband, a daughter, a son. Mm. You were mentioning, too, about your uh, family and around the dinner table. Your, your father was a Lutheran pastor? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I grew up a PK, a pastor's kid. Uh, that didn't really bother me too much. It just meant that I had to take an extra year of catechism study because he thought I could maybe learn a little bit more and things like that. Oh, so what else did you, what was your mother like? My mother was uh, from a brethren background. And she uh, was dramatic. She was friendly with other people. And I grew up being like my father, more of the German reserve person. And it wasn't until I was 50 years old before I began to be like my mother and make friends with anybody I saw. Oh, praise (laughs) the Lord. Hallelujah. So you went to college, didn't you? Yes, I went to, uh, first started out at Wittenberg. Then I transferred over to Ohio State, and that's where I met my husband. He was in medical school there. Oh, how wonderful. Did your husband share the love of the Lord like you do? Well, you know, I don't know because 
I, what I learned about the love and expressing love for Jesus came after his death. We were conventional, um, mainline? mainline church people, church going, and but we we didn't pray together. So I know that there were things that were missing. We prayed separately uh, that we were missing in our relationship with the Lord. So you raised your children in Sunday school, in the typical go every Sunday? And oh, yes, yes. And uh, my husband, Walt, taught Sunday school sometimes too, you know, as far as that goes. But it was only after he died. He was only 37 years old, and it was a suicide. Oh. So I had the the shame, the, the difficulty of coping with having missed some signs that we should have had. So I began searching then to know the Lord. Yes, it was a very difficult time for you. It Was the suicide a shock for you? Well, actually he had had uh, been hospitalized in Cleveland Clinic for a couple uh, months earlier. And he had been wanting me to tell the doctor he could go home. And on a Friday night, he had we had had permission for him to leave the hospital and go out for lunch, supper. I talked to the doctor over the phone because Walt says, call that doctor and tell him you want me home. And well, I didn't. I didn't think he was ready yet. So the doctor, those days were back in the payphone booth, you know, or yes. with a phone on the wall. And the doctor said, can he hear you? And I said, yes, because he was standing behind me making sure I said I wanted him to come home. And he, so he said, I'll ask the questions. Do you want him to come home yet? And I said, no. He said, don't worry about it. He's had only 10 shock treatments, and I have scheduled 12 more at least. So this was electric shock on the brain? Yes, yes, oh my. It, he, he was very much complained about them. They were very difficult. It took four men to hold him down. Oh, wow. Uh, any rate, that was a Friday night. The doctor did not see him that weekend. But Monday morning, that doctor walked into his room and said, you may go home now. Well, when Walt called me, I was shocked. I only learned in later years what God's role was in that. Because I went up, not that day Monday, I went up on Tuesday, but there had been a bright light in Walt's eyes, and that was gone. And later I learned that there was a church. Well, I had known they were going to have a service and pray for Walt on Sunday, but I didn't know the prayers made that much difference. And it did. Oh, wow. He must have been delivered because he was a changed, more calm, less extreme in his emotions than he had been before. Praise the Lord. It was the Lord's doing, and it was a long time before I learned that that church which was the Foursquare Gospel Church in town. Oh, yes, very powerful. Very powerful. <laughs> I did not know that. I just thought it had a strange name because I was conservative Lutheran evangelist. But I ended up one day, I got baptized, <laughs> immersed in a Foursquare Gospel oh, Church in later years. <laughs> yes, the Lord has been good to teach me much about knowing him. So you saw a change in him, and then what happened after that? Well, he was calm for for a couple years. Oh, and you know, Lord. I kept thinking that when the evil spirit goes out and comes back, he can bring seven 
friends along stronger, so I looked for him to be seven times more noisy, more um, distracted as he had been before. Sometimes my my husband had probably what they uh, called manic depressive up up and right, downs. Up and, and down. Yeah. Uh, so um, what I found out instead that that enemy, which I thought was going to be noisier, was actually seven times more stealthy. And when so it came, I was surprised. Secretive. Yes. Even the doctor, the psychiatrist he visited the, the day we uh, took him or sent him to a psychiatrist, did not see the, the danger, he said afterwards. So the enemy was very much um, something I had to learn to deal with. Right, undercover. It wasn't, you, didn't, you weren't aware. Yeah. You weren't aware. And so and many of us, in times in our life, we are not aware of the attacks that are going on in our family members and, and really even at ourselves. I did not know anything about deliverance at that time. Right. And uh, I've learned a little bit, and I certainly am continuing to learn because he, <laughs> he commanded us to cast out demons. He commanded us to heal the sick and That's raise right. the dead. Uh, so I'm studying and, and learning and enjoying learning to know more about the Holy Spirit. Mm. So then at one point your husband was okay for a bunch of years oh, and yes. you thought everything yes. was fine. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then there came a day where he had taken his life. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you didn't he, expect that. He had, um, well, he was excited for, he came back from a, uh, a re medical meeting and he was high um, you know just sort of excited couldn't sleep too well for a couple days and that was he came back on a Sunday and uh, Wednesday night he um, was at a meeting with doctors and this other doctor noticed that Walt seemed to talk as though he were drunk and he knew Walt didn't drink so he said you've got to get some help so the next morning he took him to uh, uh, the psychiatrist he wanted but that was 400 miles away and and uh, when he got in the motel, he um, dove off the the uh, porch there was, oh. yeah, on, that they were working, doing some work on, and people saw him deliberately uh, dive off. So um, that was a surprise to all of us. We weren't prepared. And Jesus helped you through that time. Oh. Did you cry out to the Lord? I sure did. I said, Lord, you've either made following you so difficult that I can't do it. Or maybe you made it so simple I missed something. Well, it so turned out that the meeting Walt had been to bef the weekend before he died, someone had given him a book by Agnes Sanford on the healing gifts of the Spirit. Oh, praise the Lord. And I discovered that to live the life that Jesus wants us, the Holy Spirit is the connector. So that changed my whole attitude and gave me... Um, was, was a big boost in, in showing me how to get the help from him. Praise the Lord. We appreciate your tuning in. You're listening to God's Story on WGNZ with Chaplain Lynn speaking with Mary Carroll. If you want more information, you can email me at chaplainlynnradio at gmail.com. So you found a relationship with Holy Spirit. Yes. This was um, <laughs> a delight. These people that I was now associating with were ones who enjoyed their, their uh, faith walk. They were able to speak out. Well, my goodness, before my husband had been hospitalized or any trouble, 
somebody had told me they were praying for me, and I thought, well, why should they pray for me? I know how to pray. I had no idea that corporate prayer and prayer with other people was so valuable. And I learned that with you, Lynn. Yes, we did, to... we did learn that together at the 6 o'clock prayer meeting in the morning, mm -hmm. which was awesome. Jesus met us. It was a uh, prophetic prayer meeting. People would hear from the Lord, and our pastor came up with beautiful words that were rich, and we just had a bonding together as a group. Mm -hmm. Well, praise the Lord. So you, then you found Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else in your life that you would like to share that brought you closer to the Lord? Well, I continued to have uh, losses as well as uh, challenges. A challenge of being the mother to six children. Oh, wow. The oldest was 10 when Walt died. Oh, my. That is quite a lot. So, uh, but I learned one day dramatically he shows me I'm down in the basement doing the laundry the children are upstairs and having an arguments in the family room and I didn't want to go up and settle it so I said you're there father you take care of this and do you know there was peace in that room I just was so grateful it was a reassurance to me that when I asked him to be um, take care of us yes he did. So Jesus became your husband. Yes. <laughs> wow. How beautiful. It, it was. It, although, after a few years, I wanted to get married. I wanted, again, you know, I wanted someone around the house, someone to talk to and do things with, an adult, because the children were young. And so one day I am praying and I'm pounding on the bed and I'm saying, I'm kneeling and praying in prayer, and I said, I'm giving you an ultimatum, God. You're either going to have to change me or give me a husband. And do you know what happened? Two days later, I'm thinking about, well, you know, I think I could live by myself. There's a lot of advantages. And as soon as I realized that I was saying that, I raised my fist up toward heaven and said, wow. when I gave you that ultimatum, this wasn't the way it was supposed to turn out. <laughs> <laughs> but then a serenity and a contentment came in your heart after you surrendered it to the Lord. Yes, and, you, and you've lived many years yes. in single. 51. 51 <laughs> years with as a contented yes. Christian. Yes, the, he, he, he is so much more in love with us than I ever realized. Oh, hallelujah. I know that people would say um, they hear from the Lord. So I was trying to learn, and I'd sit and listen quietly after a prayer time and praising. And I, I said, I want to hear you talk to me. And he would say, I love you. And I do this again, and he says, I love you. And I said, you know, one time I said, you know, you keep telling me the same thing over, and other people get all these deep words about what's happening. And, and he said, I said, how long are you going to keep this up? And his uh, comment to me was, until you believe it. Oh. And I realized that, you know, to actually trust in him requires a lot of help. Yes. And to hear that over and over and over again, over and over and over again, really is enough. Mm -hmm. It is enough. Praise the Lord. Well, you had a situation with your daughter, Sharon. Yes. Um, Sharon was 13 years old. 
she went out one evening to collect on a Friday evening for her paper route and she was never seen again and we are sure she was abducted and murdered. They've never been able to find her body. No one has anything that people have raised have just been um, no leads that are really strong to go follow through. So I had to trust the Lord and I, then you know you're a good prayer warrior. You, you should have seen how I was praying. I was praying to the Lord for this man who was holding his Bible and you know I could see him through the bars of the of the cell holding his Bible and I you know prayed that he'd know the Lord. And one day the Lord says to me, Mary Carol, where do you have him? And I realized I had him in jail. Now I wouldn't have wanted him to be executed. I don't believe that the, my personally the death penalty because we haven't you know, I think you need a chance to learn all you can learn while you're here in this age. Well I changed my prayers then, not only to forgive him, but to pray that the Lord would bless him. Now it could be that by this time that man's no longer living, but there are members of his family, perhaps you're hearing this and you are, and you know what happened. I want you to know that Jesus not only forgives, I'm goodness, I've been forgiven so much that I can say I forgive but that he wants you to live with peace and strength and the ability to share positively with other people. So if you are still remembering some of the things that happened or in your family or things that they did wrong, I want you to be able to turn to him and have a chance to talk to him about this. Yes, and he, he sets you free in your heart. and. You can be, who, who the sun sets free is free indeed. That's a beautiful testimony. The, the journey that God has taken you through and the difficulties, but how you have come out into a wealthy place. Praise the Lord. Then after the, you had the loss with Sharon, and um, I'm sure that was very, very, very difficult. Uh, is there anything more you would want to share about her And before we move on? Um, well, not... I can't think right now. Yes, the story. That, that's, mm -hmm. yes, yes. Well, then you had a son, too. Yes, I lost a son. Uh, he died when he was 44. He had a wife and four children. And it was difficult in this respect. He had cancer, but he wanted to do um, non-medical uh, treatment. And then finally his condition was severe enough. He did, for the sake of his family, have medical treatment but he was, didn't follow through on it, and so he gets pneumonia, he gets hospitalized, he, he dies. And so there was that loss, which was a different kind of loss, but required me to evaluate how we do eat, how we do live, because I was challenged by Brian's life and his, his thoughts and plans. But then I had a lot of learning to learn, not just on loss of people, but things like, Mary Carol, you're a pretty good controller. <laughs> <laughs> so Jesus was peeling you like an onion? Or yes. <laughs> like a banana and revealing the depths of your heart and the yes. things that he wanted to show you. Absolutely. And that's then. when we go into a deeper walk with Jesus, is yes. when he says, this is something I'm going to put my finger on, and but you didn't realize this until a, a certain time? No, well, I, um, if I would go to a meeting in the evening, I, or I would 
have a tendency to talk and give my opinion, and I couldn't had a compulsion to do it. Oh, interesting. Yes, it was, and, and I didn't realize how much that was because I couldn't stop myself. One day, our church had a special prayer meeting in which they were going to talk about the controlling spirit in the church. And so I went to pray for the controlling spirit, not thinking about myself. So there I am, uh, praying, and it was quiet, and I heard the Lord say, pray for yourself. And I, so I repented and said, oh my, I have been con controlling at times. Oh my, yes, and I'm sure that, that this is all, but also, you know, through your life, it's understandable how the spirit could come in, having your husband have a suicide, uh, carrying the weight of the family on your shoulders, and that would be understandable how that would happen. Yes, that I, I thought I had to take care of things. I yes. thought I was trusting in him, and I was trusting him a lot, but there was more. And so that night, there was... Um, yes, that night you went through an experience with the Lord? Yes. Now, there was a high ceiling in that church, and it was dark, but suddenly there was a spotlight. It opened up in the ceiling, and light came in and hit me. So I knew that the Lord had blessed me with a deliverance. And sure enough, now I don't feel under a compulsion. Now, sometimes I have to exercise some self-control, but the compulsion to control has, is gone. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, and I do love that about Jesus, is that there's certain things we just have no idea that we're doing. We're, you know, oblivious to it. And I love how Holy Spirit will just pinpoint things. And, and this is our whole walk, mm -hmm. our whole walk with the Lord. We never, ever totally arrive. He's always saying, I, I see this in you, Lynn or Mary Carol. <laughs> and, and, you know, I praise the Lord because, again, what we said, whom the set sets free is free indeed. Praise the Lord. He has been good. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So today, Mary Carol, the Lord Jesus Christ has a work that you are doing in your home. Yes, I have a, a women who come over on Wednesday afternoons, and we have a prayer meeting that we've been doing this for years. This is in addition to the morning prayer group and other things that I that are. This is a time of learning. And one of the things that I have learn is to follow those people who see lots of healings. I read their books and I study what they're doing. And I, I'm, for example, a praying medic is someone who has recent books. Uh, and he talks about how Jesus, when he talked about um, faith as a mustard seed, he didn't mean a small amount of faith. I mean, Jesus commended those who had great faith and and encourage those who had little to have more. No, he was talking about what a seed does, how it acts, not the size. And so I'm trying to learn to do that, how to exercise my faith, how to help it grow, and help the other women that are with me. We're learning to put into practice uh, things like priests beg, but when they are uh, kings, they make decrees. And we're both priests who ask God for things, and we are kings who make decrees. So um, that's one of the things we're trying to learn, how to make commands for healing in the pattern that Jesus did. And I've got a long ways to go, but at 85 and a half, maybe, maybe I'll learn <laughs> one of these days. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yes. Hallelujah. 
There is. There's so much to learn to expand our walk in the Lord, our our knowledge, mm-hmm. revelation, and it's so exciting. It's an exciting walk with God. It's a day-by-day walk, and mm-hmm. I just love the what He reveals to us. Yes, and what He revealed about the Holy Spirit to me over this length of time is that the Spirit is the connector. Oh, there are three persons. They dance together. <laughs> they enjoy the creation. They all equally um, are needed in our lives. I had missed the Spirit at the beginning, but now I know. Um, in fact, I saw a picture in a book once that I thought looked just like the Spirit, and he was a young man in his 20s. <laughs> you don't have to, when you're the Spirit, you don't have to be old to have wisdom. No, it's it's true. And, you know, sometimes even some of the younger people seem even wiser than the older people. But this is the one thing I've always enjoyed about Mary Carroll. She's an avid reader, an avid studier. In fact, one day, she in the past, you were a librarian. Yes, 30 years in, in a high school. Yes, mm-hmm. and I, I've just enjoyed that because she exercises and she keeps her mind active and seeks the Lord with all her heart, mind, soul, and spirit, and just an inspiration. Well, you know, I enjoyed being a librarian from the first year, and I received some accolades too, but it was the 30th year when I was retiring when I looked around and thought, well, you know, I think I know how to do it. And now, is the Lord calling me home? I don't know yet because he still has things to teach me. Yes, I think we'll always be learning on this earth forever and forever and forever. Praise the Lord. It's a great walk with Jesus. It oh, is. we just bless the Lord to have you come, Mary Carol, and the inspiration you've been in our lives and an inspiration in my children's lives. And I mean, they enjoyed Sunday school with her, and she's been a, a church worker. In fact, she used to do the um, uh, she did the church newsletter. Yes, and I hope anybody listening just knows that they can relax and learn about the love of God by resting in Him, worshiping in Him, and just sitting in His presence. Yes, soaking in Him. Mm, Nothing like just sitting in His presence quiet. It makes you feel serene. (laughs) In fact, I sit in my living room and I have a chair that the Father sits in. Thank you for tuning in today to God's Story. We pray that you have been blessed. Make sure that you tune in next Wednesday at the same time, 1.30 p.m., for another edition of God's Story. If you'd like to reach God's Story, you can email Radio at gmail.com. Jesus made peace through the blood of his cross to reconcile all things unto himself. Part of that all things is you and me. To reconcile is to restore to union and friendship after estrangement. God's deepest desire is to be close to you and to share his heart with you. He desires a deep, intimate relationship with you, wanting to walk and talk with you day by day. He does walk with us and talks with us through his written word, the Bible. The Bible tells God's story through the ages. God has a story that he would like to impart into your life. He loves to make himself known to his children. May your heart be open and may your eyes see God's gracious loving hand move in your life today. Isn't it wonderful while living here on this earth that the creator of the universe who made you and me wants to be part of our lives? Jesus brought restoration of what has been stolen from us true peace while living on this earth. John 14:27 says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. 
the lovely hymn written by Warren Cornell. Wonderful Peace has these words. Peace, peace, wonderful peace, coming down from the Father above, sweep over my spirit forever I pray in fathomless billows of love. 